<clears throat> well, my name is Kevin Hollinshed. I'm a lifelong resident in North Charleston. Grew up in North Charleston, attended North Charleston schools. I um, graduated from Shakura High School and attended an HBCU called Benedict College, which I received a degree in criminal justice. From there, I became a police officer and I worked in the city of Columbia, Richardson County, and then also in Charleston at Charleston Sheriff Department. Um, I have always been involved in community service work um, when I was in law enforcement and have always been able to um, work with my community to resolve issues as being a police officer. I also attended um, Springfield College and received my master's and started on my PhD studies with um, Walden University, which I kind of got burned out, but I had good grades. Um, that was in criminal justice. But uh, I have always, again, been active in coaching our community, uh, sending kids to uh, college in, in, in great numbers, that families were struggling to make ends meet. But, you know, I was able to find resources to help kids uh, strengthen and better their lives. And, um, and mentoring kids within our community. The reason that led me to the school board was years ago, and I can't remember the actual year I ran, um, my sister Karen was a principal and my late wife Monica was a school teacher and we would all sit around the table and talk about how the board does not listen to the layperson in the community to strengthen their schools. And that encouraged me to run for the big board back then, which I got close but did not win. And uh, timing was right later on, and I did it again and won. And the reason why I'm running for re-election is, you know, I have seen uh, education in other cities like Atlanta, Georgia, which I named three schools. We, we took a visit. I was the only school board member that, that funded a visit to take uh, stakeholders there. We visited Coretta Scott King Academy for Girls, Best Academy for Boys, and we also did um, um, Hollis Academy. And so in those published areas, we saw uh, African-Americans strengthening and rebuilding African-American lives. And it was very heartwarming to see our people pull together to reshape a community. And Atlanta could tell you about all the mistakes that they made and how they um, went for privatizing. They tried um, management groups and it just didn't work. So they took these schools and started piloting these programs. And, 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 and the girls' school, Coretta Scott King, graduates 100%. You talking about some bright young ladies, make you proud. They graduated 100% and they were featured on uh, NBC News and, and what they did to um, um, help those ladies be uplifted. <laughs> I can't hear you. Oh, sorry. Um, so I definitely love that response. Um, I think that was a very awesome answer. You know, you've been involved in public service and community service for quite some time now, clearly. So I'm curious, what's your definition of leadership? What does it mean for you 
to be a leader. And you know, you've been a leader clearly for quite some time over the years. So I'm pretty sure your answer probably has, has evolved many times. So I'm curious, what do you define to be leadership? What do you what does it mean to you to be a leader? I'll tell you what, being a leader is not easy. Um I can honestly be I can honestly tell you uh, growing up in Charleston County, I was raised under Reverend Goodwin, uh, Reverend McLean, a few, uh, Reverend Williams, a few of the North Area ministers where they had the ministerial alliance. I had ran uh, for city council when I was younger, and those guys would cut my behind. And they carried me through what we call a pledging process over the years to make sure that I knew the oath to my community and, and what is at stake. So, you know, I take offense when, when other people try to jump into this role and they hadn't paid the dues. There's a lot of volunteering, a lot of uh, sweat, blood, sweat, and tears that you have to do in your community if you're going to, as they say in the church, witness to your community. And, and that's, 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 that's just me. Okay, awesome. So, um, you are a parent, you know, you have children that have been in the Charleston County School District, you know, schools. Um, what do you think is the biggest problem that is facing Charleston County School District? And how do you feel with you being reelected, you'll be able to get in there and, and fix it, if that makes sense? There's a disconnect. There's a disconnect between the, the upper management and the layperson in the community. I'm hoping that upon being reelected, re at least getting three to four voice, voices on the board, I can talk to that we can steer the board in the direction to work with people like um, Eric Jackson, AJ, um, Community Resource Center, people like that, that have their hands and pulse on the community. I can name a lot more, but the big disconnect with the district is the nonprofits that are speaking for African Americans are um, don't look like me and you, you know. And and I'm telling them that they have to use those African American groups that that are just not trying to uh, get a paycheck. Okay, um, as a parent, you know I've. I, you know, I, I think it's very um, interesting to see like how many parents, people that have children, people that have had roles within the school district in some shape or form, you know, they're stepping up and they're realizing now like, hey, like, we need to know what's going on in our school district. You know, they're speaking up more. They have more voices. How do you feel as someone who's been a parent yourself and someone who has been a part of the school board also? How do you, how do you feel about, you know, this new wave of people wanting to be more aware of what's happening when it comes to their kids' education? You know, parents, I wouldn't say parents being more responsible. I feel like that sounds a little offensive, but you know, just parents, you know, stepping up a little bit more and saying, you know, calling out, you know, the foolishness when they see it, and that makes sense. Well, um, I think it's great that we're we're beginning to get uh, parents involved, but we still have a big way to go, a great a great great hurdle to cross. Um, the average parent, as as you know, Kimberly. Uh, in our area, uh, 
you know, we either work two jobs or single parent and, and they're, you know, just trying to make it work in life. We have to find a way to get their voice at the table. You know, I often said this and when you're talking about a kid in school and you're talking about closing the achievement gap, if that child parent is struggling in the household, it makes it difficult for that child to learn in school. So therefore, we need to have mentoring programs and wraparound services involved that bring those parents uh, some sort of aid and benefit to ease the tension in the home. You just can't try to try to fix a flat tire and you got all four flats and you're trying to patch one up that doesn't work. Okay, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, you, you're clearly running for re-election. What has been, I will, I'll say, you know, during your previous term and just, you know, throughout your time serving the communities of Charleston as a whole, what has been a big moment for you to where you're like, okay, uh, I'm doing the right thing. Like this is, this has all been worthwhile and this is all, this is what I do this for. What's been a big moment for you that's really been like confirmation that this is what you're supposed to be doing. Community, serving the community in some way is the role that you're supposed to play. Well, um, I have brought to the table uh, an awareness, an awareness that um, that was not being done before. Yeah, I might have ruffled feathers, but you know, I am very happy to where I'm excited that my people realize that I walk around and drive around the county now. People that are yelling, I already voted for you, I support you, I like you talking about our community and giving us voice again. So it was worth it. Okay. Now I asked about the biggest moment. So what about, what has been your biggest regret? You know, I, I feel like as a leader you, or you, when you're doing anything, you have something that you're like, ah, oh, I wish I did this, or I wish I did this a little bit differently. What's been a, a moment where you wish you could have done more, or you wish you could have done something differently? Sometimes I think I wish I could, I would, I can count the 10 upon reaction when they, when they gut punch me. Um, that in, that in Christ, I think, um, strengthens me more, but sometimes I learn the patience of what I've been taught and, um, and I'm learning to do some things differently, but sometimes I don't, I'm only human. Yeah, I think that's very true. Um, and what has been the re-election process been like so far? Because I think this election season, especially with COVID, everything that's been going on, it's been, it's been a little different. The energy is different when it comes to the whole school board race. You know, um, clearly there's a lot more controversy. There's a lot more going on. And there's just people, more people are stepping up to the plate to call things out that aren't right, call things out and bring more awareness to people on the people that are actually being, you know, that are actually running in these races. So what do you think, um, talk about that, like, you know, how that experience has been so far of, you know, this new energy within this, uh, this campaign so far. And great. Um, I, I, you know, I received some political attacks, but my people and, and, and people not of color have been showing me love. Carl, when I leave this pod, I got to go out to Johns Island to deliver signs. People want to put signs in the yard. They got me working up to election day. 
I'll be in Hollywood after that with signs. So um, I, I appreciate the love and enthusiasm that that people stand behind me with, and I'm I'm truly blessed. Okay, and also, um, you know, speaking of COVID, I know you've been very involved when it comes to being in the community. You know, your food distribution drives, um, collaborating, and you know, putting your head together with a lot of other community leaders as well. Um, what kind of was like? What kind of made you say, okay, I need to, I need to do something. I need to help the community in some kind of way, because you know, COVID. This is all brand new territory for everybody, <laughs> so nobody really knows what they're doing. So, what was it for you that was like, okay, I need to act. I need to do something. I I just saw it as a mission. Um, we started out with food drive, and we 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 went um, throughout the county, Johns Island. Um, Ondal, you name it. We were just giving food out North Charleston. And, um, you know, people are still struggling today. We just did one in Ondal about a week ago. And um, people are still struggling, trying to make ends meet. Um, we worked with uh, Optus Bank in Columbia to help small businesses get uh, PPP loans uh, to keep them afloat. Um, I just know I'm a Charlestonian. I know I got to work to help better my community. And I just take uh, being a public servant a lot more serious um, that, you know, you, you leverage whatever you can to better your community. Okay. Um, and a question that I always like to ask, especially Black candidates, you know, um, and we don't have to go into like the attack ads and things like that. I'm just curious as far as, you know, when it comes to um, things like the school board, you know, of course people want to feel like they're properly being represented and that their, their voices are being heard. Um, of course, I know you're going to say, yes, definitely. Um, representation is so important in situations like this, but you know, I feel like it's become even more important now. Um, talk about that and just the importance of the rep proper representation when it comes to leadership, when it comes to your school board, when it comes to being even throwing the president, <laughs> you know, talk about, you know, proper representation, um, especially when it comes to race and things like that. Well, you know, that's short. Uh, proper representation comes from being trained and knowing your responsibility and your oath to your community. Um, you know, that's that's the, the, the foundation of doing anything. You know, having, um, in my days, um, uh, a lot of community adults helped after you, after my father passed away. Uh, uh, the, the late Herbert Fielder and all worked with me, McKinley Washington worked with me to, to understand what, I, what it is my role is to my community. Okay, awesome. Um, now, my... Second to last question, um, how is, I want to make sure I say it correctly. What would you say, you know, you're a black man and clearly, you know, black communities need black leadership from black men, black women and things like that. What would you say to younger generations, you know, with everything, your extensive history, your extensive career, um, what do you say to other young black men, other black 
uh, leaders when it comes to like their responsibility, um, when it comes to being a leader, when it comes to representing, when it comes to doing what it is that you're supposed to do? What advice would you give to those kind of people that are trying to have a career like yours when they're trying to, you know, have the impact that you've had in the Charleston community? Um, I tell them to, as I told the young kids the other day on the other panel, you can reach out to me anytime. If you want advice and want counseling on how to be a leader in the community, on how you want to, you want to be, if you want to run for office, reach out to me. I won't be doing, I won't be doing this forever. And it's my job to train you and to help get you in the position so you can take my place. So that's, that's pretty much where I'm at. Okay. And my last question is, what do you say, you know, because I feel like around this time of year, everybody's favorite question is, well, why should I vote for you? What makes you so qualified? You know, what do you say to those people that, you know, may doubt you, may not think that you are uh, qualified, may not think that you're the answer to what we need on the school board? What do you say to the naysayers when it comes to what you have planned, your hopes, and what the school board and the communities of Charleston need? Well, for those who, who, who don't see it my way, I'm always open for a good conversation. Um, you may not see it my way now. I might not see it your way, but the dialogue, we can still learn from each other. And if uh, they don't support me, that's just, you know, par for the course. 